good. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Leaf. What's up, guys? Glad to be back. Happy Sunday. We got a great show for you today. Let's first do a shout out to our sponsor, 710 Labs, hooking us up with some great products. Yeah, some, some great, some great products. And Hemper for some flares spine, these amazing DOS boots. And, and the speak, Sherlock pop. Yeah, the, the Sherlock too. pipes up there. And speaking of this 710 lab stuff, I'm going to light up one of these joints while we have. There you go. <laughs> oh, no. I mean. You're good. Oh, <laughs> good. Thank you. Thank you. But. Uh, got Hyro in the house, yeah, baby. We got Hyro in the house from DC Nug Tenders. What up? What up? What up? How let's, you doing? Uh, Glad to have you on here. Introduce yourself to everybody. Hey, let's thanks get it. for having me. I appreciate you guys. Let's hear just a little bit about uh, DC Nug Tenders and about you. If you've never been to DC, DC is a dope <laughs> city, man. Uh, real cool place, fun times, good yeah, food. How's, mm-hmm. how's the weed scene in DC? I've, I've never, never been there to experience it. As long as you're 21, you can smoke. So, there you go. Uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking and eating food is like hand in hand. We have tons of good food in D.C. So if you like to eat, come to D.C. Mm-hmm. So uh, D.C. Nug Tenders is a delivery uh, service, right? Yeah, yeah. delivery cool, service cool. to D.C. Uh, we've been in business for almost three years now. We started because of COVID. Okay, yeah. I feel like so many uh, positive things came out of COVID despite yeah. like, you know, it was a eh time all around. But that's pretty cool. How's it been so far the last couple of years doing this? I mean, I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a great team. Lucky. Uh, you're only as good as your team is, you know? Yes, you are. Yeah. Definitely. You always mm-hmm. find that out. So you always have to take care of your team. You always have to strive to be like a family and take care of each other and uh, just be the best you can yeah. for each other. You yeah, know? definitely. So you, so you said uh, <clears throat> this, all, this all started because of COVID. Yeah, because we're all nightclub people. We were... Uh, I used to work in Vegas, and uh, we opened up a new club in D.C. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, and we were all, we all lost our jobs, <laughs> obviously, because of COVID. So mm-hmm. You just decided to pivot and start this cannabis uh, yeah. company? Cool, cool. Has cannabis always, like, been a part of your life for the most part? Yeah. Yeah. Started yeah, smoking at 16. Okay. You want to talk about the first time? We love to ask our guests yeah, that because usually it's a good uh, it's a good story. story. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm 34 now, and uh, here, let me pass Thanks. it to you first because I'll sit here and smoke it and talk to you the whole time. Um, I'm 34 now, so back then, and and on the East Coast, mm-hmm. it was the sticks, stems, seeds, <laughs> Mexican brick pack <laughs> weed, you know, and yeah. like, oh. But hey, we rolled it up and we smoked it. And we smoked you made it. it you made it work, and, 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 and uh, we did. We did. You know, we smoked five blunts. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when uh, when my friend started smoking weed in high school and shit like that. Like it was not, it was not good. It was stemmy. It was seedy. It was all squished up. You could probably fucking play frisbee with it half the time. Yeah, it wasn't until college when we first got uh, some KB. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got mm-hmm. KB. That's when I was like 18, but uh, that's when you knew we started to get better. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you yeah. see that that progression. It's like, but it's cool because then it's you see where you came from, you know. Exactly. exactly. Back that in the day, are, and you I, appreciate it more. <laughs> and now we are spoiled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. And now we're here where we are today with uh, 
cannabis drinks and pre-rolls and edibles and dabs and all this stuff. Like it's, it, it's crazy where we've, we've come so far in this, in, in this market. I agree, man. I think yeah. it's awesome. And it's a fun place to be. So can't complain about that. Exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah, definitely. So, so how, how is it running a, a delivery uh, business? It's stressful at times. Stressful. Mm. Definitely, definitely stressful. Oh yeah, uh, I won't lie to you about that. <laughs> but here's the thing: like I said, it all depends on the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a good team, like I said, I'm I'm thankful I have such a great team. And uh, yeah, it you're gonna have your bad times no matter what 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 you're in, what you do. But as long as you have a positive support system, that good team mentality, mm-hmm. you'll. You're going to just crush it. What do you think the biggest obstacle is with starting your own delivery service or having your own that you've seen in the last couple of years since you started? Uh, quality. Quality. Okay. Yeah. Quality control. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. A so, lot of, go ahead. No, no, you're okay. A lot of people in D.C. get away with giving people trash. Mm. Yeah. So, we don't want that. So we've thrived and we've been doing well. Because we always provide a good quality product. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so for our California audience here, describe to them what the DC market is like and to operate in. Essentially, <laughs> DC is super gray, man. And DC has been the way it's been for like, I think, seven, eight years now. So it's been a bit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, there you go. DC, like I said, it's weird. They, they care, but they don't care. Mm. You know, it's so like one, <clears throat> one minute they make it easy for you to operate, then the next second, and then they like pull it. It's like they pull the rug right off from under you. Yeah, but they don't even <laughs> uh, like. Okay, so I had a homie. He opened up his own dispensary, and you're not supposed to have dispensaries, but he got shut down not because of the weed. But because of the um, the health um, the health board. Oh, the uh, health code. Because, all that. Yeah. Okay. because they had edibles, but the edibles weren't FDA approved, approved. and whatnot, and mm-hmm. got them shut down. So it's mm-hmm. like it's so like wishy washy. Yeah, we, 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 there's we, a lot of hurdles to jump like through. That. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of people don't realize that they'll make these states states will become legalized and then these smaller towns and got like towns and all this stuff will make ordinance laws and health code laws and stuff like that so people can't operate the way that they want and they get shut down for stupid reasons like that yeah and then people with high quality product aren't getting it in front of the people they wanted to get in front of which is you know the biggest thing and also building trust with the brand too i mean you want to get your product out there you want people to try it and you want to get that response and then when you have to jump through all these hurdles and stuff it, it, it can get i can see how it can get stressful and, and get like discouraging in a sense you know especially when you're passionate about it it's the game we play right yeah, yeah definitely and uh we choose and, to be here right yeah, for a yeah, reason yeah oh yeah definitely and for people watching i've been i've been looking at this sweatshirt man this, this thing is so fucking dope oh thanks bro. Oh, i appreciate I love that. it yeah. is it that's the logo for the so this is the bud resource that's bud bud the nug <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. great, man. That's great. I like the QR code here too. That's like a cool oh yeah, feature. sick. So yeah, I uh, we made the sweatshirt, had them put on both sleeves, mm-hmm. and whenever we're out as like a team outing or anything, I always have 
everyone has their own sweatshirt, but someone is always wearing a sweatshirt. So that mm -hmm. way, when everyone sees us, they're like, we're as a group and we're always talking to people. We just, boom, scan boom. it and it goes right Gone. to our website. You mm -hmm. know? Perfect. Boom, done. That's so, fucking. That, yeah. that that's fucking great. I'm we're, we're stealing that idea. <laughs> yeah, when I kind of want to do that. We're gonna make sweatshirts. Totally stealing that idea, bro. Let's go for it. I feel that's like we're at events great. and stuff, and we have our QR code on our phone, but half the time, like, I don't think about taking not, it you're out. Not quick enough. Yeah. You don't think about it. Or the conversation Every, goes so yeah. fast, and you totally just slipped your mind. If you just have it right here. Everyone's mm -hmm. always prepared because you're like, or if you don't even have to try, and everyone has their phone, so all you have to do is be like, "Bo, scan this." <laughs> I got it. That makes yeah, it easy. Right yeah. And if you're like me, half the time my phone's dead. Oh, yeah, that's and good. That. It's, that's never going to die on you. That's that's amazing. That's great. I feel like it's funny. We'll go to different events and stuff, and people still use business cards, which are which are great. I mean, business cards like traditional, cool. But I think that's like more uh, just, just easier. You don't have to dig through your fucking bag or like go through your phone or whatever, and you get to share all the info you want to share. I mean... I don't know. I feel like that's what like any new tech and coming out. It just makes everything more uh, efficient. That's what we need, especially in this space too, with everything changing every like fucking day. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Where do you, where do you hope? Oh, oh yeah. Where, sorry, sorry. Where do you hope to see uh, DC Nug Tenders go in the future? What's the goal? What's the dream? I mean, obviously, the dream is always to have the biggest and the best and be the top dog, but. Mm -hmm. Realistically, uh, I think we could be. I, we're we're already one of DC's top people. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? There's yeah. been groups that have been doing it longer than us, right? And we've had friends that have their own delivery services, and they've helped us along the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and my business partner, and uh, so you have like a good so community of people, yeah. like to kind yeah, of take it to the next about, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the community. You got the base. Now it's just about scaling. And making the business grow to as best and as big as that it, it can be. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. And then once it, it interstate commerce opens up, the I was gonna say that, sky's yep. the limit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the delivery services are cool. Like, I haven't personally, like, used one before. But, but for people out there who haven't... Uh, I did once. And it was in Jersey, actually. And the dude mm -hmm. showed up in, like, this beat-up minivan. And it was just... <laughs> it was just... Oh, I, I remember I, that. No, you told funny. me that. We, we, I, I was at, I was at a resort with uh, one of my friends for his birthday, and we ordered some, we, we ordered some weed. The guy shows up, he shows up in this beat up minivan, and he's like, "All right, what do you guys want?" He pulls out like a list, and all like the all the cannabis is in these like sealed like travel kind of like Tupperware containers. Hmm. and stuff like that. Like he would just like pull out of like a bag and be like, "All right, you want this?" and then hand it to you. Stuff like that, and he's just by himself, and like we, we bought what we needed. We left. It wasn't that. It, it wasn't bad, but like looking at you, we're like, bro, like that is so <laughs> sketchy. That's You're rolling around with all this weed. You're by yourself. Like, what are you doing? No, we're not like that in DC. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, what's your operation like? Uh, like, what if, does it look like if someone, someone was, was to, to call you guys you know, up or place something. an order? What was what's that experience look like? Like, we have a shop. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we have a shop where all of uh where we have inventory and everything like that and we operate out of but uh so with us uh because there's a lot of people in dc that are mm -hmm. like very terrible man like they're just, <laughs> they just they just they just give the industry a bad name you know yeah and, like you understand like, a lot of people out there yeah you know <laughs> what i'm talking about and it's just it's just shitty yeah mm -hmm. and then uh 
But anyways, with us, so we always have like a nice little to-go bag. We always give them a lighter, a pre-roll, piece of candy, and uh, a little rolling tray. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like a bamboo. One of those little, <laughs> mm-hmm. the little yeah. bamboo rolling tray. That's yeah. you got everything yeah, you that. need right there. Got everything yeah. you need. Cool. So that way, because here's the thing, my my flop, little stoner kid right there. My thing <laughs> is, I'm the weed guy. You're hitting up the weed guy, right? Mm-hmm. What What's better than you driving home already have something rolled up for you? You smoke it. You don't have to dig into your bag. Mm-hmm. You can continue your trip. Just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like. Oh, I, remember, I remember those days. Sometimes you'd be dry, and then you got to go go pick up. And you want to smoke like like you want to smoke so badly, and you're just gonna sit in your car and roll up a joint real quick on the way home. And like with that, <laughs> you don't need like you're it's, all good. Exactly. I want to yeah. make sure my customers are taken care of. Want to make sure everyone's yeah. good. And uh, and to have we, things that make you stand out from the competition as well right. to make him go. This guy just showed up. Was like, here you go, peace. Well, and here's my product, and you guys went, oh, here you go. We gave you a pre-roll. You got all this pack. stuff now. Like, you're you're all set. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> well, the thing is, we strive to be the best, and we also are very good on customer service because mm-hmm. we're all from the hospitality hospitality industry, you know? So yeah, we that's came, definitely good to have, yeah. So, like, we came from, like, big nightclubs where, yeah. Well, you yeah, know, you said you were in so. Vegas for... Before this, right? Yeah, I've worked in Vegas before. So, yeah, like, so what were you doing in Vegas? Uh, I was out there partying, living life. <laughs> it's Vegas, yeah. You know, um, uh, I was an independent out in Vegas, yeah. just doing things, you know, just doing mm-hmm. your thing, doing yeah, following mm-hmm. the ride, and then it 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 led to this up in D.C. Oh well, I had an apartment in Vegas and San Francisco at the same time. Yeah. Oh, so did you bounce back and forth? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Why San Francisco? I always wanted to go to Cali. Okay. I got an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I just packed my car and just never even visited. Just went. Just went hmm. for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Blind. All right. That's cool. That's nice. It takes some guts, though. You never know what you're walking into, but that's awesome. My brother, mm-hmm. he was, uh, it was winter break for college. So I think he had like two and a half weeks left. And I go, you want to cross country with me and go to Cali? And he goes, <laughs> How many blunts you want me to roll up? And I go, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I'll pack the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I feel like road trips like that, though, those are the best fucking ones. Like the spontaneous shit where you just go for it. <clears throat> like us driving out to Denver was far, man, far. But uh, it w- I feel like it's a journey, especially when you're, when you're, you know, sitting there smoking, hanging out, chatting along the way. It's fun. It's not, it's not a drag. And once you get out there, I mean... Just coming to Cali for us was like totally just like a new fucking world, honestly, because uh, on the East Coast, like when we were younger, this was like all devil's lettuce type shit. Right. <laughs> so it's yeah. definitely come like a long it was, way. It was video. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And it was just like, it was, it was just negatively looked on. My dad actually, like I had asthma as a kid and my, my dad told me, he's like, if you smoke, like your lungs are going to stop working and you're going to die. Thanks, bro. <laughs> so I was like, thanks, bro. So like, I was like, so all throughout like middle school, high school, all my friends started smoking everything. I was like, nah, bro, I can't. I fucking can't. And then I got into college and then at, a little bit after. Started puffing the chiba. And then I, I started, I'm like, oh, this isn't that, like, like I'm like this liar. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're feeding you lies. <clears throat> right, right. That's funny though. All of them have honestly come around and like, 
curious about it and whatever. My grandparents asking me about cannabis, which is really wild because it's not ever not something I ever thought I'd be talking about with them. But like, cool, more curious people because then they're gonna go to you know things that they go to on their day to day and tell their <laughs> friends about it. And there you go, start so, small. So I grew up in Baltimore, and uh, dude, some people got arrested for having a seed in their car or like a. Small stem, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like more people that have gotten arrested for like a sprinkle of weed, not even a stupid. gram, like a little like sprinkle of shit. I'm like, bro, that's so stupid. Yeah, literally like less than a gram is nothing. That's like yeah. wild. Heard stories like that, and it's there's still places like that now. It's I know. Freaking wild. At least we're progressing. We're getting better. Yeah. We are. We are. It's it's it it's good that we're getting laws that even in states that haven't fully legalized cannabis that they're decriminalizing it at least. Mm -hmm. Where if you do get caught smoking a joint in public or with an eighth on you or even up to a few ounces in some or most states that you'll just get like a slap on the wrist and a ticket. You're not gonna get hauled in anymore. You're not gonna have to spend like a few hours basically in jail. Yeah, or longer, you know. Hey, that's good, man. <laughs> We're, like I said, we're progressing. Mm -hmm. We just, uh, let's do it in the right way, you know? Mm -hmm. Any uh, events you're looking to go to in the near future? Oh, yeah. You want to talk about? Anything planned? Anything you've been looking into? <laughs> well, uh, we have the event we're going to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But uh, 91 Club, that should yeah. be fun. You Have you ever been there? No, first, first time. time no. First time. It's a cool spot, like for the Hayes Cup. It's it's like artsy kind of underground scene. I'm Lots trying to go to the next Hayes Cup though. Yeah, the Hayes oh, Cup yeah, is cool. Come out. The, the next one's Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. It's a Memorial Day weekend. It's coming soon. It's it's always. I know it's a. Hard. It's always a fucking weekend where like we're doing something. It's There's like always oh. someone doing something that I think I already have planned. Mm. I know. Slash, always. I think I'm uh, reserved. For that weekend, right? I know. I mean, I like, know we're supposed to move. We're trying too, to figure it's out. Like we're like in the middle of moving. If out. we're gonna try and get here, we we hope we can. Anybody out there listening, like, show up. I'm pretty sure the admission is the general admission's free. Is for, is free to get into. Mm -hmm. You you can pay for a VIP pack and get into the VIP lounge, or it's be great. a judge. There's also, vendors, it's pretty there's awesome. Wrestling. There's comedians. There's food. Food trucks. It's a great time had all around. Yeah, remember the. uh cheese it edibles we got yeah those, those were, were great those were awesome those were those pretty were cool awesome. and the weed woods the pre the pre-rolls those are like the best we got to find more of those things <laughs> so this is at the vortex right mm -hmm. yeah yeah right. yeah that's gonna be pretty cool um i don't know uh what exactly the event tomorrow is gonna look like but i feel like it's still gonna be a cool vibe people coming together con consuming like like i said earlier it's not something that I've really been like used to and it's totally new, but it's been pretty cool to like be able to do this and not have to worry. Cause I feel like we've always been lived in a place where we had to worry about like where we were consuming that kind of stuff. So it's cool to be able to just like hang out, smoke, pass the joint, <laughs> have a good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not have to worry about like getting arrested or getting like thrown <laughs> out somewhere or anything like that. Like it's, it's really refreshing to 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 not be on guard when you're smoking. Like you're smoking behind like a building in a dumpster and some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I promise you, I have the best. I personally have the best blunt ride roads. 
Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, because when you were younger, you couldn't smoke in anyone's house. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't smoke in the house yeah. or outside the house or because someone would be like, why are you smoking outside? Yeah, or you know, like, like you heard of you that doing? like mysterious group of friends that had that one friend that allowed them to smoke inside the house or some shit like that. Yeah, so yeah. look, mm. we always just went on blunt rides. There'd, there'd be like four oh, yeah. or five of us. We'd roll up. Like, like I said, we had that dirt weed, so mm-hmm. we'd get an eighth. For like I think it's like twenty five or thirty bucks, something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we 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 was cheap back then, right? <laughs> and we would uh, we did uh, one of two things. We did uh, the old, the Dutches, the Dutch masters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dutch masters, yeah. totally. I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. but the Dutches used to bring me back. The Dutches the Dutch used masters. to come in the five packs. Yeah, and they only the used to come in grape, strawberry, and the light green was the honey. Oh, yes, the honey ones. The honey ones were good. They were fire. They were fire. <laughs> I remember, like, only one of my friends could, like, really roll a Dutch Master, like, really good. So every time we would get one, we were looking to be like, guess what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> you're in charge. Yeah. So, like. I guess what you're doing. You're going to hate us by the end of the night. Yeah. So it was either Dutches or games back in the day. Games. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We we uh did backwoods a lot, too. Dude, I didn't sm- I didn't start smoking backwoods until I came out to Cali when I lived yeah. in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, mm. really. That was the first time first I ever time smoked backwoods. First time out in Cali here? That's crazy. Yeah. What about uh, uh, you fuck with the Fanta Leaf? My cousins in New York smoked that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a New York thing right there. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody from New York, New York out there thing, listening, right? they said they were Fanta Leaf. They, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You go up to the vendor, you go in the bodega, you ask for the Fanta Leaf, he pulls it out from behind the counter, rips you off a piece. Like, they they know what's up. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> they know what's up. It's fucking, it's great. Yeah, I think that uh, it just shows how far we've come. Like, it's pretty funny, like, sitting here talking about it and, Talking with the OGs too, who are like super passionate about it and about the industry. I think like we've come a long way. We got ways to go, but uh, looking forward to it and looking forward to trying and, and, and grow. Have you ever grown before? Grown cannabis before? Have you tried? Yeah. How'd that it go? Is so hard. <laughs> go? Oh my god! Everybody so says that. I always wait for people to go. <laughs> that one was really hard. Like it did not end well or anything like. Well, I even had a guy helping me out who his stuff is great. Mm-hmm. And I was just, for me, I just couldn't get it. It just mm-hmm. it hit me and it just didn't work. I was just like, listen, bro, this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. You, you just stick to what you're good at. I'm going to uh, stick to what I'm good at. Yeah, so we'll leave it at that. And it's just so stressful when it doesn't work out for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you put like, in all this fucking work. Yeah, all this time. Mental power. Time, money, yes. effort. And so when it doesn't work out, it's just, mm-hmm. like, so stressful. And it's, like, I've definitely broken a weed plant in half because it yeah. wasn't right. Like, you're like, fuck <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like super aggressive. Like, yeah. But, uh, dude, sometimes it's, like, yeah, it's not my really, thing. Yeah, but definitely. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. that we live out, and now we're going to be living out in Denver, I really want to try growing. It's, like, a little, it's, like, a small, one, one plant. Inside, we got like a garage now. Maybe try try doing it. See how that goes. I've never tried it before, but it's not good. It's it's, it's definitely it. different. Like when you're doing it's it for your livelihood, no you got walk. so much m- like more wrapped into it and stuff like money and everything else. Yeah. But like when you're doing it for fun, at least to try it, it's just 
I know I'm gonna suck at it, bro. I can't even keep my succulents alive, let alone a cannabis plant. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, I mean, props to the guys that that do that. Props stuff. and thank you for producing your products. I appreciate oh, yes. it. And letting yes. us do. What we we all, I'm do. a fan. We all appreciate. I'm a fan. Thank you. <laughs> we all appreciate definitely. Uh, like, uh, like this this joint we were just smoking on right now. Like, if I can ever get to the quality that that what 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 that cannabis is, it's. Well, that's why I love having Great. growers like on here to talk to them, like give advice. Like, what would you do if you were starting a home grow? What's your advice for this? Yeah, what's the, your tips? Yeah. What's your tricks? They're willing to share that that knowledge, priceless. Those, yeah, those guys are so smart, man. Those guys are, they're they're the true uh, pioneers of the industry. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they're the ones that make it happen. Yeah, like I don't care. Yeah, what, like, like what city you're from or what you do. You oh know what no, I'm saying? yeah, but those are the ones. Oh no, yeah, like we got. <laughs> We had one guy on here, Soil King Patrick. He's one true, like real pioneer in the industry, of doing it for like been in it for like thirty five years plus. Yeah. And he was. We're talking about how all these old pioneers in the industry kind of get lost and forgotten about. And yeah. it's like, like we have to remember who they were and why this is why we have all these strains that we have today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And why they're so dang good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like. <laughs> They, they've put in the real hard work to uh, get us where we are today and to really push the forefront to have these markets open legally and publicly. Yeah, I definitely think more events have to be like grower, cultivator focused too. I mean, obviously everyone should get their, you know, <coughs> spot to show off what they got. But I think the growers like definitely need uh, their time to shine now, especially like, you know, how the industry's going. But I'm, I love getting that info from the growers like tips tricks for me to try it because like hey gotta try it sometime i completely i'm gonna go off something you said here mm -hmm. uh, i completely agree with you the market and everything like all these corporations all these businesses because my lawyer sent me a uh an email with all these different <laughs> businesses and um just like that own several dispensaries and then like solo dispensaries or whatever in every single state and there's so many people selling and the reason why is mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing these are the people that arrested people for years mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. they, they arrested people for years and they put them in jail and then now because they have the money and they have the means to do it and to tax people and you know they're taking what we were doing years ago and they're doing it and they think they can do it but they don't understand it's not like everything else. Mm -hmm. It's something completely different. And it all starts with growing. If you mm -hmm. do not have a good grower, you're going to have a terrible product. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it all starts with the product. It all starts with growing. And with the soil. Like, would, like starting Patrick talked about. From the soil to the water to the air quality to the Fucking light quality everything. to everything. It's a science growing. Exactly. These it's it a, science. a science. And, it's an art too. And science, art, and these guys know it. These guys have mastered it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like 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 some of these guys, they go into the fields and they know if the plant's ready just by touching it. That's yeah. gnarly, bro. That's like, gnarly. Like they walk like like and you don't get that without decades of experience years and decades of experience and training from people who have been doing it their entire lives remember doc doc ray was on our show shout out to him and doc ray genetics but um remember he was talking about that other grower 
he didn't like use anything. Remember, he just kind of the plant was just. Like, I don't know what his method was. Do you remember what it was? I thought oh, was, yeah, spoke, it was speaking uh, about. I forget the exact method, but it was when you just let nature take its course. You just planted the seed or the clone in in the soil, and you didn't add any like any add any extra nutrients or anything, and you just let it let it grow. And you should have so seen these plants the way like, it was, and they were walking under. The ox pie is six, six something, and they were walking under 10-foot canopies almost. It was insane. Yeah. yeah, man. Like you said, it's it's an absolute science, and these guys are coming up with new ways to to grow, and they're doing yeah. amazing things. Yeah. yeah, I think the genetics part of it's really cool, too. Like, it's so uh, complex, but it's interesting. So going back to genetics, mm -hmm. like you said, I wish we had more of the old school flavors. Right. Like the old school mm -hmm. stuff that we grew up on that like you don't ever really see anymore. And if you do see it, it's not the same. It's nah. not the same. It's not like like some uh some we were talking on uh like with uh, the 91 club uh like East Coast Sour diesel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, bro. That's what I was East thinking Coast of my fucking sour head. diesel, yeah. right? Yes, it bro. Like, Fuck it. When you, come across, sour when diesel, you really yes. come across it, bro, you don't you don't pass pass it. Oh up. my god. Mm -hmm. We used to get them in like these little nickel bags or whatever. Not nickel bags, but little fucking twenty mm -hmm. bags. You'd get a mm -hmm. gram. They give you them in these little twenty bags, and that's how you used to get it. And it was so gassy. It was stunk up the mm -hmm. whole entire room. It was so gassy. It was it like stunk. nothing you ever get when, when your guy had that and you pulled that out you like you smelled it right or you were like right Bruh. like yes dude us east coast people we love love, love that sour, sour diesel. diesel and i haven't dude i haven't had like a true sour diesel in years like uh, bro i i wish i still had had, was one had from some Dabex, of this gram right? we, we we had this company dabex who makes it you, you were smoking on um, it before your guys's product is awesome yeah, it is and pretty dope. <laughs> they came by. I'm buying one. They brought some true sour diesel concentrate, and it was oh, phenomenal. Oh, it was fire, yeah. I wish you still had some of that yeah. left. Oh, that's sick. That's it sick. It was phenomenal. Like, if it brought me back. I was like, damn, yeah, this is this Some is good stuff, especially out of the Davex, too. I feel like that device is, is really cool and, like, sleek. You can bring it literally anywhere with you. I think that's the coolest part. And and the carb on it, like you were saying before. Yeah. It was yeah, pretty cool. That's dope. I uh, I like it. I'm a fan. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that a, thing's cool. It is pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, so with DC Nug Tenders, um, when you said that started 2020, right? Yeah. So we've been like three, three years or so. Yeah, we're coming up on three years. What was the growth like? Pretty quick, especially during COVID, like because weed was fucking yeah. essential. Everyone needed their weed, right? Yeah, man. Oh, um, yeah. Tons of people, <clears throat> tons of people couldn't couldn't make it happen. We did. Mm -hmm. We just have good connects, mm -hmm. and we just made it happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was during the time when everybody was getting government money, so everybody was spending money. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. People failed, yeah. and we just started booming. Oh uh, yeah, so like, what was that process like? Oh, like like starting a cannabis delivery business. Was there a lot of like a lot of a lot red of red tape, tape, a lot of paperwork to go through, a lot of like like government checks or anything like 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 shit like that? Like, did they make it really hard, or was it fairly pretty easy to do? It was fairly pretty easy. 
Yeah. 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 DC is like it's the work uh, afterwards that that's hard. Like keeping yeah. it up and running and like consistent and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Sustainable. Yeah. yeah. But no, mm. things have been good. Like I said, I have a great team. Uh, I love DC. DC's dope. Mm-hmm. I've lived all over and uh, DC's dope. Have you been in DC? Uh, did you move there like shortly before you started this? Or were you there living there already? I was living in DC for two years okay already yeah i'm coming up on five years almost in dc mm-hmm. or well you did say you were in san francisco so you're out in cali like often or are you still yeah. more like strictly in dc now um i live in dc but then uh my girlfriend mm-hmm. she lived in san diego so oh, okay so you're i out went here. and visited san diego all the time and uh I love San Diego. San Diego's great. Yeah, we haven't been there yet. I've not been yet. We have to go check that out. I, oh, if you fine. guys have never been, you need to go. San Diego's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard good things. <laughs> I really want to go to the zoo. I feel like that'd yeah. be my vibe. Oh my god, I had a great time the at the zoo. zoo. I want to go to the zoo. I had the best time at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh yeah, so tell zoo. me that there's, there's nothing better than getting getting ridiculously high and going to the zoo or like the aquarium. Oh my God. I love the aquarium. I I love the aquarium, man. I think the aquarium is awesome. We have one in Baltimore. It's uh, the national aquarium in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, It's dope. That's cool. Really? Yeah. The most famous one. Huh? That's pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah. uh, I used to watch like fucking San Diego zoo. Like they had this TV show. I used to watch it shit. And I'm like, this place is huge. Like, oh I want to check it out. Like You guys need to go, man. If you guys yeah. have never been, you definitely need to go. I love the San Diego Zoo. Um, tacos. They have banging-ass tacos. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the food scene. Oh, we're all about the food. We're always about, about the food. <laughs> I like, yeah. That's cool. I, I eat a lot, and is, so. And is that where, uh, pretty sure that's where Alcatraz is, too, right? In San Diego, no. off the shore. Alcatraz is in San Francisco. San Francisco? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to check out San Fran, too, because we've never been there either. Yeah. We've just been really over here for, like, the podcast and stuff. We got to explore. We got to go check out different cities. Yeah, we fly in. We put in a bunch of work doing the podcast and recording episodes for everyone to listen to and enjoy, and then we fly back out. Yeah, it's usually quick trips. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. Well, if you can, if you're going to pick one of the two, go to San Diego because it's closer. Mm. Yeah. So you can, like, you can drive for one or you can just, like, take the train. Okay. And that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get there in like two hours in the train. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm so like excited for Denver because at least it's like a two hour flight for us and not a six. <laughs> oh, like yeah, travel yeah, time. Yeah, from the mm-hmm. East Coast, like like five and a half, like five and a half, six hour flight. It's brutal every few months. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. I feel you, man. <laughs> I, feel you. I did it all the time. I understand. I know, right? And then going from like here with like all the cannabis culture and then going back, yeah. it's like so, it's so strange. So now like to be in, there we're in a place where we like we can go to dispensaries and like check out the lounges and like network with people and stuff get guests to be on the show instead of going from like weed candy land to the desert like back and forth it's like we come here we go back it's like such a polar opposite experience yeah completely definitely so uh so back home and stuff what's your go-to brand to smoke on Or at right least what now, are you smoking on right now? Because I know that can sometimes change throughout the course. I'll tell you this. I'm a fan of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Jungle Boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like always their fire. fire. fire you know, they always create good stuff. Um, uh, dude, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Um, yeah. Of course, I forgot my pens when we came out here. I'm like, dude, 
of all the things to forget. Forget my pens, but the dab woods were pretty good. I like those. I tried them yeah. out here. I feel like when I go into the dispensary, it's like I never fucking know if like I'm gonna like it, and it's annoying because like you're spending yeah. like a good chunk of change on <laughs> stuff, and then you're like, mm, is it gonna be good? I don't know. Dab woods are pretty good though. You should hit samples. them up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If we could give out samples, I feel like that would correct a lot of that. If we can try it first, then buy it. That'd cool. Be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Growers out there, I promise you. You got great stuff. I smoke it. I just don't know your name. It's that good. <laughs> oh, Sherbinsky. I know I smoke his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come to me. Cookies. Yeah. Okay. Always fire stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You were just wearing that sweatshirt before. Oh yeah, cookies. <laughs> they they always produce things. I, I I visited the cookie store in New York. They got one there now, and they're they're looking to hopefully open that one up into a dispensary one day. We hope. And it's, it's going to be a fire season, a fire location. Wasn't that after the that in like investment summit you went to in the city? Yeah. 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 After the, the Kleiner Global um, uh, Investor Summit in the city. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we went to go check out the store afterwards because they just opened up like that day or a few days ago. So speaking of cookies, I actually lived in San Francisco in like the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Uh, when they opened their original store on Hate Ash, like on the Hate Street. Oh, that's oh, lit. I hate Ashbury. That's yeah, lit. Yeah. You able to go check that out? Yeah. Like, how was that? <clears throat> it was great. Like, I let them do their thing for like the first week, you know, like get tons. Mm-hmm. Dude, that first day I drove pie and like. Bro, that line must have probably been. Dude, it was I all the imagine. way down Hate wow. Street, bro. It was ridiculous. I was like, there's no way. I'm yeah, I, I, I've never really that. understood people, someone driving by, even when that line was at probably like half of what it was when you saw it and go, yeah, this is a good idea. Dude, I can't wait that long. Yeah, My right, attention span, yeah. I'd be fucking right. out of there. Never <laughs> seen that. Just the same thing at restaurants when they go, yeah, the, the wait's like an hour and a half. I'm like, who at an hour and 20 went, this is a good idea? Right. Yeah, like, bro, that can go somewhere else. We'll find somewhere else, you know. Right. Well, although out of restaurants, though, if they say that, you know what uh, I do? I'll go somewhere else. And sit at the bar and have some drinks and have a couple mm-hmm. appetizers. We've or whatever, done that, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then that's yeah. If I like really want to go to dinner there, you yeah. Know? If it's like a, like like the spot and like you want to go to, you hit, hit somewhere else for a quick drink or some shit. Head back once your reserve. Well, once they call call your number or whatever. Awesome. Now that I'm thinking so about it, like in Wilmington, we have so many like breweries, food trucks, that kind of thing. It would be cool to have like food trucks and like cannabis lounge. That'd be dope. Like. And instead, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like having a drink once in a while, like, cool. But I think it would be cool to, like, have more of the event, events like that. Definitely would change the game a little bit. I agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Nothing and, like, some live music, too. Oh, yeah. Add that down. Oh, yeah. Music, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the places that we go always have some kind of live music. Yeah, that'd be cool, you know. Like mm-hmm. Or even, yeah. like, an open mic night, night, mic night type deal. Like, that would be cool. Like, any type of live music. Yeah, just dope. something to get karaoke's people having fun. Karaoke's always good for a laugh. Hmm? I love karaoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you've been smoking for a while and then get up there and do some karaoke. It's a fun oh, time. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we went to a, uh, it wasn't karaoke, but it was a stand-up comedy show. Well, that was cool. Mm-hmm. But it was, you could fully consume, bring your own cannabis, smoke there, everything. It was, it was here in L.A., uh, our boy uh, Zach from uh, Hemper's Comedy, he, he's the one who started and founded it. He does a great job. Yeah, it was actually like, the first comedy show I've been to, so it was like cool that I could sit there and smoke and listen to the like acts and everything. And it was like an open mic night, so it was like 
each comedian went up, did their thing, and we were just all hanging out, eating, smoking. They had some great product there, too. Yeah. I can't remember the brands right now, but, yeah. And they put that on about, like, once a month or so. Yeah. Yeah, like they're pretty often. So that was pretty cool. Um, definitely a different type of event, like, than the, you know, traditional ones that we're used to seeing. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was great to see cannabis so in such a normalized setting mm-hmm. instead of such, like, like underground at, like, in a... Like it, back back in the East Coast, like in New York, like what you're used to, where like you go to a warehouse or some closed closed business that someone rented out for the night, and like you have all like the tables set up and all the vendors and everything, and everything's kind of like real low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a there was a big turnout for this too for the for the comedy. Yeah. So I feel like who doesn't want to smoke weed and laugh? Like, agreed. That's a good night. Agreed, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. They should do more things like that. Like, comedy clubs would be way better if I could smoke a joint. Mm-hmm. And listen to comedians all night, you know. Right? Yeah, because like, what's the difference between sitting there smoking a joint and sitting there drinking a beer, or having a glass of wine, or some some shit? Like exactly. That. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'd rather smoke the joint, you know. I think I'm like not I know. Wake up hungover the next day. Exactly. Yeah, you were sipping on that can over there. I think the cannabis infused drinks are like really like important for like that integration into like bars and daily true, life, true. and like because everyone's drinking something. And, and, like, why not? That's, like, a pretty discreet way to consume as well. These are 5 milligrams. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like that because I feel like there are some that are 2.5 also. And you can, like, stack them. So, I mean, I don't know. If you're, like, a heavier consumer, you can drink, yeah, I've been you know, have a couple the, of those or whatever. But The uh, micro-dosing edibles becoming a lot more popular over Agreed. over the course of the past, like, few months or year because there's... People want a smaller dosage or they're trying it for the first time and they don't want the smoke or have this giant like 100 gram edible or 50 gram edible and that small 2 milligram edible or 5 milligram edible is just a, is a really good size for them. Yeah. I mean like those caramels that I have, I can't remember the name right now, but um, like five is fine for me. But like if you need more than that, then you can take as many as you want. <laughs> I drank 100 milligrams. 100 milligram bottle right before we came in. Oh, here. yeah. Yeah, at dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That was that bottle. I had, oh, I yeah. I had water. I had mm-hmm. this thing. And then that was what that bottle was. Oh, bro. I was at a party in New York <clears throat> for uh, for this company that I'm a part of. And they had, they, they had cannabis drinks out and stuff like that. And all, and night was going great, but it kind of <laughs> like emptied yeah. out a little early. Like, yeah. you just saw all of a sudden it was and then, really quick. And I was like, oh. A few months later at MJ BizCon, we're at an after party. And, like, where I'm talking to the guys. And, like, yeah, did you notice that, like, everyone kind of left early and it kind of emptied out? We're like, yeah, we're like, yeah, the drinks that they, they the company gave us were way too strong. <laughs> like, 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 they were, like, not what they normally have should have been. Like, the bottles were mislabeled. They were, like, oh. supposed to be, like, 100 milligram drinks or some shit like that. And they were... They, they, they were a lot more. They were a hot, way higher. Yeah, like people higher. were like oh. down in these things and then the whole party just emptied. I was like, yeah, people were just go? getting way too high. <laughs> they were like, like where do we, I gotta go. Here. I gotta get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, bro, I feel it. I feel it. Dude, could you imagine though? They're probably so used to drinking that that same bottle, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, it just smacks the shit out of them. Like, you're like, fuck. You know? You're like, you're wait like, a minute, trying well, to read that label. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How much is in this shit? And you're drinking it, you're smoking, and eating other edibles and stuff like that too. And it's just, it's 
it was crazy. It was a fun night, but it was it was insane. And then at like the next party and stuff, they they made sure they had like the lower dosed ones, so like everybody was. Oh yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, everybody they, they definitely was double all checked nice on and that. mellow and not completely toasted out. I mean, they also taste That's really awesome. good too. So like you're sitting there and you're drinking yeah. it, and then I feel like it's like, hard oh, to find shit, a drink that doesn't taste like crap out there. Yeah, some of them are like funky. It just depends on like you get that strong cannabis taste. In it. Dude, I so. We have this product from this guy in D.C. He makes them, and no lie, mm-hmm. he makes them. It's RSO oil. Okay. And uh, 500 milligrams, four ounces, and this thing, they rock. Hmm. The only problem is it's just, uh, for me, it's it's just a lot of sugar, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like, that's the issue. Like with the gummies and the edible candies and stuff like that like it's great you're getting cannabis you're getting you're getting your medication stuff like that if that's what you're using it for but the delivery method like okay great these i'm gonna eat all these gummies and i'm gonna get high but i'm all that's also good to now give me diabetes (laughs) yeah literally that's why like the a past show that we did um with wink they're a seltzer but it's like zero calories zero sugar yeah. But they have like cool flavors like lime and black cherry and like mango. So, and it still tastes good without tasting like cannabis. I feel like that's the big thing with edibles for me because I'm like, oh, cool, this caramel. And then I'm like, oh, well, doesn't I'll, really taste like caramel, well, you know? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this this thing was great and the flavor was awesome. It was blood orange uh, cardamom mm-hmm. and it was delicious, but it had 12 grams of sugar. You know what I'm saying? So hey, but like, at least you're conscious about that. I feel like a lot of people don't yeah. even care about the shit that they put in their body half the time. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. I no no. I I always love when people are, especially like sometimes like like my dad will get on a kick sometimes about like be careful about what's in like your weed or some shit because oh, there's some mm. story about like like someone getting laced with like fentanyl or some shit like that. And like I understand the concern as a parent, but half the time I go. Go into your own kitchen and do you even know half the ingredients or half of where even this food comes from? Yeah, what because you're Because everything's drinking. so processed <laughs> nowadays and people don't even know where their own food that they buy at the grocery, stores, grocery store really comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to tell. But most, I feel like most cannabis consumers know more about their where their flour comes from than anything. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's important to know where anything yeah. is coming from, whether it's food or your weed. And if you did get bad, shitty, or laced cannabis, you're probably never going to go back to that person. Like, you're never going to go back to that plug. You're, you're never going to go back to that dispensary. Or, and you're going to tell every single person you know not to use them. So Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, like, I know. I mean, you're always going to hear those stories, like shitty experiences or whatever, but as long as like you're doing your, you know, due due diligence when it comes to like getting your weed, then you're good. Just yeah. just don't be stupid about it's like it. Like you, you said know? before in the beginning, the hardest thing is quality control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cannabis, exactly. especially like with third party lab with lab testing and stuff like that. And sometimes the labs always don't have the best thing, best interests at heart. With along with the brands, and you really want to make sure that you're getting something that's safe mm-hmm. out there. Agreed. I mean, there's always going to be people that like aren't doing the right thing and people who are doing the right thing. But mm-hmm. like I said, as long as you're like, you know where you're getting your shit from and like you can trust the brand. That's it. I mean, that's, I feel like that's everything with branding. It's consistency, quality, 
and like authenticity to connect with with your consumer. You got those. You, the only hard the hard thing is is like getting on the shelves and getting in front of the eyes of the people. Exactly. So like mm-hmm. that last one that you said, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Your customers. I always tell everyone on my team, yeah. you make sure that the customers are always good because without them, there's none of Nothing. this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nothing. So like, I know customers suck. Like we've all dealt with like annoying customers. Anybody who's that been like, in like a retailer. Yeah. Any know? customer service type. Yeah. yeah you know. So, <laughs> You know how it is. People are going to be the way they are. So mm-hmm. running a delivery service when you're talking to these people all day long, like, you know, it, it could get frustrating because yeah. certain people are certain ways and it is the way that it is. But uh, you just have to keep your cool. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, definitely. And it's probably like you definitely different people who are stone probably really high most of the time. And they probably like. Like it's probably, it's probably a, a little annoying having to deal with deal with some people who can't handle that. Yeah, some people are gonna just be jerks. Like anywhere, like in any customer service, like type job company, like you're gonna have the people that are annoying or whatever, and it's gonna make you want to pull your hair out. But like they're the ones that give you the reviews and like the rep and like tell their friends about it, and then that's how you build the network. So like as long as people are coming or using in your case using the delivery service and having a good experience and writing about it. Yo, that's exactly. like all you can hope for. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Customer service. Customer service is mm-hmm. huge. Exactly. And like, that's the thing. I feel like with companies that don't have good customer service, like I don't understand that. It's like, why wouldn't no. you want to have good yeah. customer service? Because like exactly. without it, like I can understand like wanting to stand in your power a little bit. Cool. Get it in certain situations. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I feel like why wouldn't you be like respectful to the consumer, like figure out a solution to their problem. Like you want them coming back, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You treat people right, they'll always come back. You mm-hmm. Give them a good quality product, you treat them right, they're going to come back. Always mm-hmm. come back. Like why Why wouldn't you? I mean, like why would you go back for shitty service and a shitty product? Exactly. Yep, I 100% agree. That's why like with uh, 710 especially, like obviously before – the sponsorship, like we've been smoking on their stuff, like on their stuff, and they always have like high quality product. Uh, Seven Ten is amazing. Fire. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, fire. They, they always come out. They like, always great, come out great with stuff. great stuff, and yeah, yeah. their <clears throat> processing and the way they handle the products and everything is just great. And I always say, like I, I, I personally like the uh, their packaging above all things because, like, when you twist the top off and then you get that metal cap seal, you kind of have to like pop it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that, that. Like pop, like like kind of get like that, like ASMR like, vibe, like the soda vibe where you yeah, know you like crack it, vibe. you know it's crack fresh, it and you know it, you know it's or fresh, like, like the ketchup, like yeah, the ketchup. The, <laughs> yeah, you get that like seven ten pop right there. You get that. Yeah, like, exactly. They have an actual pop. In yeah, it, you know, but I get what exactly yeah. what you're saying. Like like you're cracking a beer, you know it's fresh. Yeah, you know yeah. it's fresh. Like exactly. Yeah, they're all exactly. about like que- clean quality That's, product, yeah. like hand trimming every nug. Like they actually take the time. To make sure that what they're putting out out is a one. That's what we hope brands are doing and have our best interests as consumers and medicators and recreational users at at heart. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And not just the brands making the cannabis and processing it, but also the brands that are delivering and giving that to us. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I think like we also talk about it 
on the show a lot, just like with dispensaries and everything and walking in and like you don't know where to start and where to look and like your first line of defense is a bud tender. But I feel like, I mean, they're great bud tenders, don't get me wrong, but there are others that like really have no idea what they're talking about. And like mm -hmm. you're standing there and you're like, I don't know what to get and I need help and I need to, you know, someone to educate me a little bit. And like, that doesn't happen. I completely agree with you. And mm -hmm. you know why I'm different? Cause I'm not a bud tender. I'm a nug tender. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I do think it's like, I can see like, that's a good way for someone to get into the industry. Like for a start, if you want to just like test the waters, like, you know, it's oh, a good yeah, stepping yeah. stone, like cool. But I think there definitely needs to be like more education there for the average consumer. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. please, like my first 100%. time in a dispensary, I didn't even know like half the shit I was looking at. And like, I was going there for a specific reason and like to ease my anxiety. And they had like literally no idea what to recommend. So oh, it's like, no, it's no, like, no. dude, That's what the terrible. hell? It's That's bad because bad customer service too. See? See, no, always back see. to the bad customer service. See, yeah, that's the thing, man. Poor customer I'm service. I'm telling you, I uh, you always have to be good in customer service. You have to know your product. Everyone yeah. on your team should know everything about every single product. Mm -hmm. That's the way it works, mm -hmm. you know, because people are going to come Not in, they're going to ask questions. They have at least maybe tried it too, because like, how are, you yeah. gonna, mm -hmm. how are you really going to know and experience the effect or potency of a product if you yourself have not? Experienced it. it or tried exactly. it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you should be recommending stuff that yeah. you're smoking on at home, you know? Yes. People want opinions. They're coming to you because they expect you to be the expert because they are just that regular everyday person yeah. that's mm -hmm. like, listen, I like to smoke weed. I, mm -hmm. I don't really know what I like, but you can help me out. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, yeah, sure. What do you need? Let's go. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, totally, yeah. So what's like, up? What do you, what do you I'll do take care of you. Yeah, if you have the opportunity to do that for someone, like, we're always like, yeah, let me tell you what I know, like, how I can help you. Yeah. Let's yeah. figure it out. I, I always ask them, I'm like, well, what are you looking for? And mm -hmm. then they just tell me what they want out of their smoking, yeah. and then you just go from there. I, I know my stuff, so mm -hmm. if they're like, oh, I want to smoke and go to bed, obviously. Okay, word. Perfect, Indica. Mm -hmm. Boom, you're going to stay right here. This is your yeah. lane right here, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part, too. Like, for someone who's, like, new um, with cannabis, it's, like, where do I start? Or, like, what's going to work for me? So that's, the, And then there's no yeah. one-size-fits-all. No, exactly. there's not. And when you walk into a dispensary, you, you're kind of expected to already know what you want, know what you need, when half the time you're going to the dispensary to... Understand Learn and understand more about what cannabis is about. It's like going to the Apple store and going to the Genius Bar to learn how to use your iPhone or your new computer. That's a good comparison, actually. It should be way more like that. Like, definitely yeah. like a personalized, like, approach. I mean, I understand, like, they can only, they got to get people in and out, you know? They got to push a sale, but I feel like we should more toward, like, gear it towards, like, education. Because I feel like that's the only way it's going to get any better, right? Good customer service, customers coming back you know, high quality products. That's it. That's yeah. what it's all about. Definitely. That's what it's all about. And on that note, this has been an amazing show. I it's appreciate been great you having you on, on Thank here. You. Do you have uh, any shout outs? Before yeah, we have close any shout outs? Tell, tell people where to find you, everything. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, you guys just got high with Hyro. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Got you guys going. Um, yeah, just look us up in DC, DC Nug Tenders. We're, we're in there. Just get us. Cool. Peace. Cool. Awesome. Thank you to all our sponsors, 710, Emperor, 
and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Stay happy, healthy, and high, guys. Take care.